Welcome to the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast, Hyphenation. I'm your host, Kellen Connell. How's everybody doing today? Hyphenation 91. We are officially one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine episodes away from episode 100. That's 100 for you nine. Well, for people who don't know what hundo is, <laughs> it seems pretty easy for y'all to get. Beautiful day in Morgantown, 59 degrees. That's your weather report for today. I just passed Anthony. I'm headed to work. He looks like he's headed home. He might have the day off. Shout out to Anthony always, man. Hyphen Nation is brought to you by a couple things. The MarkRob.wordpress.com. That is my friend, your friend, the world's greatest semi-regular co-host, Marcus Show and Mad Love Robinson. That is his blog where he writes pontifications of perfection. But seriously, go check out his stuff. I love it. Also, this episode is always brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group, bringing great podcasts to the people, Morgantown, West Virginia based, even though there's only like four of us in Morgantown. But hey, who said you have to be uh, you can't be global when you're based out of one place, right? Okay, nationwide. Let's not go global. Let's not get too crazy. Uh, hyphenpodcastgroup.com. And then uh, unofficially by my favorite podcast app, Radio Public. For those of you who are cool and have Androids, if you find an iTunes link when you're browsing the social meds and you're like, man, I want to check this pod out and you don't feel like opening up that podcast app that's on your phone or being old school like I used to be and saving the iTunes link and downloading it to your iPod. Yes, I know I'm old school. I don't care. I love my iPod. Then uh, you click that uh, iTunes link and it will bring up that link directly in the Radio Public app on your Android phone. You can listen to it right away. Easy peasy unofficially sponsored uh, and also for you ios people if you're tired of the apple podcast app for some reason which from my experience with it is pretty great if you want to change it up you want to try something new i highly suggest radio public now wrestlemania was sunday night wrestlemania 35 wrestlemania lady liberty's crown since they no longer put numbers on the official show logos Oh, man. I'm not here to talk about the card. Not today, not today. I will say I highly enjoyed WrestleMania. I can find little wrong with WrestleMania for as long as it was. It went past midnight. But I'm here for one reason and one reason only. And I'm going to roll my windows down. And if that's highly distorted, I don't care. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in World Wrestling Federation slash World Wrestling Entertainment history, which dates back years, decades, to the 50s or 40s, maybe. Maybe 60s. There is a black W. 
WWE Champion. Nail. Pump your brakes. For those of you who want to say The Rock is part black, or for those of you that want to say Mark Henry was the World Heavyweight Champion and Booker T was the World Heavyweight Champion, those do not count, and I will tell you why. The World Heavyweight Championship was derived from WCW's World Heavyweight Championship when they were bought by Vince McMahon in the early 2000s when it came into the company when it came into the company it was known as the WCW World Heavyweight Championship eventually I think they got rid of it they eventually brought it back and I think that's when Triple H got it don't quote me but that is, while it has been a top tier belt, if you want to call it top tier when it was on Raw, it is not the official championship of WWE. It's super great that Mark Henry and Booker T had those moments holding that gorgeous belt. I love the big gold belt, but it is not the actual WWE championship. You with me? Okay. And what's cool technically, if you really want to get technical, when Cena lost the belts to Brock uh, Lesnar in 2016. Was it 2016? Crap. I feel like, I'm, no, 2015. Let's go 2015. When Cena lost those, no, 2014. When Cena lost those belts to Brock, uh, Randy Orton had unified the two belts, the World Heavyweight Championship and the WWE Championship and for months they were going with two belts after Brock defeated John Cena he received a new belt which is now the current incarnation of the WWE Championship so technically Kofi is the third World Heavyweight Championship winner even though that belt no longer exists because it's been rolled into the WWE Championship and if you really want to get historical and technical about it the um WCW World Heavyweight Championship um, it was created after NWA took its championship back from WCW sometime in the late 80s early 90s and the big gold belt is what we've is what I've known as WCW's main belt when I began watching it around the time Hogan got there and yeah I don't know where I went there but the other thing in the table is The Rock is part black. His father, Rocky Johnson, is black. The Rock is black. Now this is where I get to say... I don't care. I don't care. Look, I love The Rock. I've been a Rock, a, a rock fan since he first, in 1998, when he became the corporate champion... And he got the WWE Championship, the WWF Championship at the time. I've been a fan of The Rocks for so long. Love his movies. Love the man himself. I cannot get enough of The Rock. But here's the thing with The Rock that I can say. As 
beautiful of a man as The Rock is with his Samoan and black heritage. The Rock does not look like me. He does not have dark skin, nor does he even light skin. He is Samoan. He looks like he's Hawaiian, so to speak. And I'm sorry if I'm putting him in a box, but he looks like he's a Pacific Islander, okay? He looks like he is from that heritage. Sometimes The Rock even can look white if he doesn't tan long enough. Like he can pull off looking like a white dude. And in several of his roles, he is a white dude, so to speak. I mean, it's never explicitly said like, like, uh, oh, this Dwayne Johnson movie, he's white. Or this Dwayne Johnson movie, he's actually Samoan. The only time I ever thought of The Rock is black I don't know if anybody saw the sequel to Get Shorty called Be Cool. I actually love it. A lot of people hated it because everybody loved Get Shorty and nobody liked to uh, Be Cool. I love Be Cool. It was The Rock's first, second movie because he did Scorpion King first. His second movie. And, I, God, I hope I'm recording this. Okay, just checking. I didn't see a blue light. Whew. <laughs> Here's the thing. I loved him in that movie, but The Rock in that movie. Now, I don't know. It, it seemed like it was his actual hair, but The Rock in that movie has curly black hair, almost. His character does. Now, whether that was something they just put on um, to make him look a certain distinct way, they never came out and said, oh, this, The Rock's character is black in this movie. But he, he looked like a very light-skinned black guy. That's the only time I've ever thought of The Rock as black. But never in my time, as in my lifetime, as a WWE fan, has there been a black champion. I've taken to Twitter and complained about this. I've fought with people about it. Hell, yesterday, there was a comment on a, a friend's wall saying, first black champion? And then another friend came in and said, no, The Rock was black. And I said, yes, The Rock doesn't look like me. And there hasn't been any comment to that since then. It's almost like, here, let's put it like this. If they had done Black Panther and used The Rock instead of Chadwick Boseman, would it still have been successful, I'm sure, would The Rock have been able to pull off T'Challa? Not as well, because you're going to think, oh, The Rock's on the screen, you know? That's just what it is. That's The Rock. <sighs> but... You would have looked at him, even if you were able to suspend your belief, and be like, alright, this guy's King T'Challa. He doesn't look like me. The impact that Black Panther had for me was it was my first time seeing a superhero. A si and Blade's not a superhero. Blade's a vampire hunter. And you can list other movies where there's been black superheroes. Don't bring up Blank Man or Meteor Man. But there's... It was the first time... And Civil War counts, don't get me wrong, but Civil War was Cap's movie. Black Panther was my favorite part out of Civil War. I talked about this on episode 11 with Eric. How I thought I'd go in like, oh, they're bringing Spider-Man to MCU. It's going to be awesome. 
And turns out my favorite part was that the Black Panther was in the movie and he was awesome. So, got a little wind. Got a little wind. Try to cut that down a little bit. There we go. Doing it live, folks. But being able to see a feature-length film about Black Panther and being able to see myself in that character for years, even in comic books, I've seen myself as certain characters, mostly Spider-Man, different Daredevil, different characters I was into at other times. I can envision myself being that character, but ultimately they were a white character. And to see a black superhero, I, I had a, it had a profound effect on me, and it's had a huge impact on black communities everywhere. I don't know if anybody saw the interview where, or um, where um, Ryan Coogler was at the boxing ring, and they're doing an interview with him, and then a couple fans brought their daughter up to him, and she was dressed as Shuri, and. She, and they're like, she, all she does is watch Black Panther. She watches it three times a day. And she's like, it's my favorite movie. And she she couldn't have been older than Aaliyah. She's like five or six, y'all. And Coogler, like, was having trouble keeping it together. Like, that's the kind of impact that that movie had. And it's wonderful that it was a great film on top of all of that. Another great mark in Marvel history. But it was an incredible moment for black cinema to have that mostly black cast pull off something so profound and so excellent. Now we get to Kofi Kingston. First off, kudos to Daniel Bryan for doing the job, putting Kofi over, making Kofi feel like look like a million bucks. Because all the weeks leading up to this, Daniel Bryan has called him a B-plus player, the same thing that... The authority and Stephanie McMahon and Triple H and Vince McMahon had called him in 2014 when he was trying to ascend the ladder to win the championships of WrestleMania 30. Kept calling him B plus player. Made Vince made insinuations that that your people have never risen to the challenge. Little racial undertones there. They didn't take it full racial like they did with Booker T. Only for Booker T to lose at WrestleMania 20, uh, WrestleMania 19 in 2003 but Daniel Bryan made Kofi look like a million bucks and gave him a hell of a match Wrestlemania 35 is another reason why Daniel Bryan is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time I planted my CM Punk flag so hard in 2011 and rode with that man for so long that I expected the world of him and ultimately when he left the sport, he became human. I tried. He failed in UFC so far. I don't know if he'll be going back. I believe he's still getting paid. I believe he's still training. The whole thing with Cole Cabana put a sour taste in my mouth with him not paying legal fees that supposedly he said he would pay. They're going to court over it now. Maybe that wasn't the case. But here's the thing. See, like, Daniel Bryan loves professional wrestling. He loved professional wrestling so much that when WWE made him retire and he was still under contract he was still a vital part of the show for months 
But every interview he did that was outside WWE, he said, as soon as I get a chance to leave here, I'm wrestling again because prof professional wrestling is in my blood. I love it. There's nothing else. WWE realized they were going to lose a huge asset. And they finally worked with Daniel to get him cleared in order for him to wrestle again at Mania last year. <sighs> Daniel Bryan loves professional wrestling. And that is one of the reasons why he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And last Sunday, Sunday night, I keep wanting to say last night, this is Tuesday. It's another reason why is just another feather in Daniel Bryan's cap. Kofi fought that whole match the whole way through to get to the moment where he had his Trouble in Paradise finisher to beat Daniel Bryan. And then he pinned him clean. One, two, three. No shenanigans. Easily the match of the night from Mania 35. And to see Kofi's reaction when he won... And them, and then Xavier Woods and Big E going over to the Daniel Bryan WWE Championship, which is made out of hemp and wood, you know, recyclable products, because he's the Earth's champion. That's Daniel Bryan's gimmick now is the new Daniel Bryan. To see them go over, the emotion on Woods' face, see them pull that belt off of that pedestal, realize that they had a Kofi, had the actual WWE championship belt underneath there and it already had the Kofi plates on it underneath the the cover man and then Kofi holding that championship up and then Kofi's kids coming in the ring and celebrating and then Big E bringing out the box just like it was reminiscent of Super Bowl champions how they have both shirts ready they have they have Patriots champion jerseys they have Rams champion jerseys and then all the other ones supposedly get sent off to a third world country of the loser but they had Kofi special t-shirts and apparently they went on sale at WWE shop a few minutes for the match finish but who cares they had special Kofi shirts ready to go that he was the first champion that he was the champion finally after 11 years he's been in the company since 2008 in WWE he's been wrestling for longer than that to see Kofi finally get to that mountaintop man I'm going to have to rename this podcast Crying Nation because I cried about Stan Lee and now I'm crying about Kofi. But to see Kofi hold up that belt, to see him hold up that belt, scripted, fake, whatever you want to call it, pro wrestling has been a huge part of my life and I give a lot of props to CM Punk for making it a huge part of my life again since 2011. I've never left again since the summer of Punk, despite everything. Before I was just a casual Monday Night Raw viewer, I'd turn it on and see what was happening. But I was never super invested in anything. But to see Kofi hold that belt, man. I had that same moment that... All the Spider-Men had in Spider-Verse. In the same moment I had when I saw Black Panther. In the same moment that a lot of kids who are discovering Black Panther every day have. He looks like me. And he's the W 
WWE, the World Wrestling Entertainment Champion. It's, it's just amazing. Because I never thought I'd see the day. I thought they were going to screw Kofi somehow. I there was rumors about his contract saying March twenty saying the fast lane date on it when he signed it last week on SmackDown. But to see Kofi hold that belt up, it was a dream come true. And I said even if they took it away on Raw or even if they take it down take it away on SmackDown later tonight, they can't take that away from me. They gave Kofi Kingston the WWE Championship. And it gets no better than that, man. And I didn't quite cry. I thought I was going to get there, but then I realized I wasn't. Then I sounded a little fake. (laughs) But Kofi Kingston is your WWE Champion. For how long? I don't know, but he made it through Raw last night thanks to Cesaro and Sheamus interfering and then it getting turned to a tag team match, player. Even if you're listening to my voice right now and you have no care for professional wrestling, please take the time to seek out this match. Whether you have to brawl friends WWE Network um, login, whether you have to stream it on Daily Motion or something, Find this match and watch it. Even if you just want to go through social media and search for Kofi Kingston and just see the sheer joy and adulation on his and the New Day's faces and his kids and the fan reaction when Kofi finally did it, I strongly suggest that you do that. Just so you can feel what I felt. I did a reaction video I posted on my social media. I cried. Gary saw it. I was at Gary's house. But as of right now, Kofi Kingston is your WWE champion. And life is good. Let's take a break. The following has been filtered to remove all ego, to provide the best quality material for listeners. Thank you. On behalf of the Hyphen Podcast Group, My name is Miles Amadeus Prower. I have what I believe is a pretty cool podcast that you probably never heard of. I Black Man Podcast is a view of a white world, seen with the aid of a black light and a little humor to help you cope. So check out the I Black Man Podcast on iTunes and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Hyphen Nation, the world's greatest podcast. Barack Obama approved episode 91. Want to take a quick second to remind y'all that Hyphen Podcast Group has a Patreon, patreon.com slash hyphen podcast group. Main purpose of the Patreon is to offset the charges uh, that come from the website every month. It's about $15 a month. And sometimes me or Monster Long, mostly Monster Long, because it's his stuff. But Monster Long and I do not pay the hosting bill. And when I say Monster Long, I mean Eric Jordan, who was on episode, uh, was that 18? When, uh... Or was that 19 when we talked about the Caswell and Champs from 2016? He provides the hosting for the site. And sometimes we do forget to do something as simple as pay the bill and then 
catch the show comes out on the weekends by his son Eric Jordan Jr. and whoops by EG I don't care I'm sure he doesn't either but the main thing is EG's show will come out on the weekend the site will be down I can't properly promote it and so we're just not asking for much there's some tears in there um, lots of rewards make sure you check that out because there's some cool stuff on there and anything you can pitch in will definitely help us out in the future for keeping the site running and eventually as we get more patreons then we can put it towards making the show better and all those little things excuse me in case you heard that uh, and then also on hyphenpodcastgroup.com there is an amazon link at the top of the page as chris jericho would put it if you click that amazon link it takes you to amazon and all you got to do is have an intent to purchase something from Amazon and a little bit of your purchase will come back to the site and then that money will also go towards website hosting fees for right now so do your shopping through Amazon with us it's right at the top of a uh, hyphen podcast group.com you can see it if you're on the desktop version if you're on mobile click the menu button uh, those three lines it will drop down and show you all the features of the site and then you'll see the link and you can shop right through there so next topic got sent a video by Matt this morning and it's a Budweiser commercial and I thought this would be a good time to talk about it because it literally just came out a few months ago there was a Gillette commercial uh, about pretty much how men should do better because men are trash and you know we, we should do our part to prevent men from objectifying women or making women uncomfortable and all these things um, I was going to talk about it EG talked about and catch the show I think Isla Powell touched on it a little bit so I ended up leaving it alone because by the time I was going to actually say something about it it was months past and I really wasn't going to bring anything new to the issue to the topic other than I thought it was a great idea that Gillette did that commercial so this commercial is from Budweiser and for those of you not in the know or who don't care about sports, Dwayne Wade of the Miami Heat, he is actually um, retiring. He has played in the league as long as LeBron, but he's had far more injuries in his early Miami years. He's a big reason why that 2014 Spurs Heat rematch was not competitive because he could not go to the level that he needed to, and the Spurs ended up winning that series in five. He's essentially, he's had a lot of injuries, a lot of more wear and tear on his body than LeBron. So Dwayne Wade is retiring. He announced that, I believe, before the start of this season. He's had an excellent year. I don't have stats in front of me. I'm mobile, as you might be able to hear. Uh, but he's had he's had excellent stats. He's been a huge contributor to the Heat. I don't know if even the Heat are in the playoffs. They They may be. Because uh, I keep seeing things on Twitter about it being his last regular season game. So there may be more Wade to come in the playoffs. Um, maybe by the time I wrap up this whole episode, I can get you that information about whether the Heat are in the playoffs. But he was drafted by the Heat in 03. Um, the Heat were a surprise. Well, I don't know if it was a surprise, but they made the playoffs in 2004. Uh, that was kind of a big deal. And it was a, a young Heat team, and they put, I think they had a, a good first. A, good first round showing they may have even won their first round series don't quote me but uh 2005 rolled around the heat ended up getting Shaq from 
uh, the Lakers, the Heat became Eastern House, Eastern House, an Eastern Conference powerhouse, so to speak. Um, eventually in 2006, they broke through to the NBA Finals and the Mavericks blew a 2-0 series lead and Dwayne Wade officially made his mark on the league by dominating that series and winning their, uh, the two, their first NBA championship and Dwayne Wade's first one and Shaq's fourth. Uh, fast forward a couple years, uh, Shaq ends up leaving Miami. Uh, I wanna say he was traded to the Suns at this point um, and it was just Dwayne Wade's team. He had injuries, the team struggled. Uh, and you know his free agency was kind of impending by 2010 now whether you want to believe the conspiracy theory that LeBron and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade decided way back in 2006 at the Olympics was that the Olympic year or what uh, 2008 was the Olympics uh, they decided way back when or even if you want to say that they decided at an all-star game I don't know the specifics whether they decide they want to play together um, is up for debate, and that's ultimately what happened. But uh, Wade re-signed with the Heat. Chris Bosh came from Toronto, and LeBron James, of course, made his decision to come to Miami. The Heat went to the finals in 2011, uh, lost to the Mavericks. The Mavericks uh, avenged their loss in 2006. The, Ma the Heat should have won that series in many's eyes, but the Mavericks were just the hottest team in the NBA at the time, and there was nothing anyone could do to stop it. LeBron finally got his first finals in 2012 against the Thunder. They uh, had the miraculous comeback against the Spurs when they were about to lose game six, and Ray Allen saved the day, and then they closed it out in seven. And then they had the rematch in 2014. Of course, that's when the cramp game happened in game one. Uh, the, and the Heat took the L in that one. The Heat came back one game two. And then the Spurs ended up winning that series 4-1. LeBron decided to go back to Cleveland. So once again, it was just Bosh and Wade in Miami for the 15-16 seasons. And then what had happened was Bosh uh, had heart problems. I believe it's heart problems. Um, it, it effectively ended his NBA career over a slow, over the course of time. And then Wade decided, um, I don't think it was a trade. I, I believe Le Wade's contract was up because I think he re-upped the year that LeBron left. He went to Chicago because he's from Chicago, played a year in Chicago. The Bulls made the playoffs, but ultimately fell in, uh, what was it? I think it was six to the Celtics that year and that's when and ultimately I really feel like if Rondo hadn't uh, gotten injured they may have pulled off that upset so he played for my Bulls for one year successful season ended up in Cleveland with LeBron for the 2017-2018 season and I think my years are actually right congratulations for me um, that ended up not working out the Cavaliers were struggling they cleaned house around the trade deadline made a whole bunch of changes. The Cavs went on to the NBA Finals, and LeBron and Dwayne Wade ended up back in Miami, and he was welcomed back with open arms. So he came home uh, before the season started. Somewhere when the see um, towards the beginning of the season, he announces his final year. So it's been a big retirement tour for Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, and he deserves it. Dwayne Wade's one of my favorite NBA players um, that I can think of. I love watching him. Um, great competitor uh he a lot of times people said that the heat were his team 
over LeBron's team. Um, but he, he really is the face of Miami basketball and has been for, for many years now. Uh, their franchise cornerstone player, which they never really had. I guess you could say Alonzo Mourning was at one point. Maybe Tim Hardaway's years, but Tim Hardaway's best years were behind him because those were in Golden State. But he was he was good in Miami. They, they had their runs, but they kept running into the Bulls. I say all that to say this, though. I love Dwayne Wade. Love that he's got his retirement tour. Sad to see him go because he honestly has had a resurgence of sorts. He's still a contributor, but I believe him and his wife, Gabrielle Union. Yes, he's married to Gabrielle Union. Um, they just had a baby via surrogate, um, which no one knew about until all of a sudden the baby was born. I had no idea about it, at least. I think he, he has kids from his previous marriage. And ultimately, he... Uh, I think he just wants to spend time with his family, man. The NBA is a grind. He's been doing it since 2003. Time to stay home. Nothing wrong with that. Go go out while he still is on top. So, the Budweiser commercial in question. Now that I gave you a little backstory. The Budweiser commercial is... It shows uh, him trading jerseys with uh, players around the league as a thing that players do now. They trade jerseys. Um, even if you're not retiring, um, they just like to trade jerseys with... Uh, other stars of the league and you know it's it's a nice goodwill moment between players shows camaraderie uh see it a lot in nfl after games and things like that so you've seen Dwayne wade do that with countless players over this season and this ah this commercial broke me talking about crying in the first topic here we are again talking about crying uh wade came out on uh i believe it was miami's floor and I don't think he, I, I mean, obviously he knew he was there for Budweiser shoot. It seemed very sincere and very real. Five people came up to Wade and they essentially told him what he meant to them and not players or anything like that. It was, <clears throat> it was, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm not getting choked up. I promise. Not yet. Not again. I don't know if if I watch commercial again, I'll, I'll fall to tears. Because this is literally the first thing I watched when I woke up this morning when Matt sent it to me. <sighs> so, five people came up to LeBron. And as soon as I get my car stopped here for a second, I'll go through who these people were. And they were people that Dwayne, that Wade's, that Dwayne had actually affected in some good way, surprisingly enough. So... I'm just going to read this little blurb from SB Nation to kind of give y'all a feel. Premise of the ad is simple enough as I try to park and read at the same time. I promise, don't do this at home. Wade has been collecting players' jerseys all season during his farewell tour to decorate a wall of his house. Budweiser told Wade they had five more jerseys to finish his wall, inviting him to American Airlines Arena, Miami's court, and being surprised at midcourt. Those final five spots were filled by people whose lives were changed because of Wade's actions off the court. The sister of a victim lost in the Parkland shooting, Parkland, Florida, of course, that awful school shooting. Joaquin Oliver's favorite player was Wade, and the NBA superstar wrote the boy's name on his shoes for a game that honors memory. Uh, and, like, Joaquin, I believe his, his number was, his jersey number was three. And his sister gave Wade the jersey. 
So there was that. A woman whose house burned down before Christmas. Wade took them on a shopping spree to replace their life, so to speak. Um, a man whose life was going down a dark path. And so Wade's, Wade's words inspired him to change everything. So this is just a, a young man who probably was caught up in the life, man, in the streets. And maybe, I don't know, I'm, I can't, I was crying. I don't remember what he said in the ad specifically, but just saying that he, that Dwayne Wade inspired him to change his life. <sighs> Fuck. Crying nation, I swear to God. A woman who desperately wanted to go to college but couldn't afford it. Till Wade's organization gave her a full tuition scholarship. Um, she gave him her cap and gown. I forget what the woman whose house burned down gave him, and then, and and then the 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 gentleman whose life's going down a dark path. He gave him, he, he gave him something too that was really important to him. Crying nation, I swear to God. And then lastly, which instant trigger because if y'all have listened to any of these 91 episodes y'all know I lost my mother and my, my birth mother and my stepmother a month apart from each other in 2015 Wade's own mother <clears throat> Jolinda Wade who struggled with addiction went to prison and turned her life around through the help of her son I believe she gave him like a church robe like with an inscription on it and everything and she finished it off with, a, as SB Nation says, a statement that will reverberate for decades to come. I am proud of the man you have become. I am more proud of the man you have become than the basketball player. <laughs> you are bigger than basketball. Guys, take the time to watch this ad because... Dwayne Wade has blessed our lives with his excellent basketball play. One of the best in the league for years. Hall of Famer. Three-time champion. But it's the things off the court that make Dwayne Wade who he is. Yeah, there's some baby mama drama there. Yeah. The controversy over... And it shouldn't even be a controversy about his son coming out and them supporting him at the Gay Pride event down in Miami. And his son's very young, but you you know what you are. And we're in an age where you're, you're allowed, finally, to come out and say who you want to be, even at that young age. You just know. And... Choice is always something that we all have. And the fact that with what he's doing for his son, I totally agree with it. I'm not going to touch on it more than that. Fuck the haters. And then these five people that Budweiser, of all people, brought to him to do this ad. It, it's, it's wonderful. It, it brings... Obviously, brought tears to my eyes because the mom, I'm a anything involving moms and any kind of emotional connection with their sons, it just it breaks me. It's a raw emotion that may never go away. (sighs) 
your legacy isn't what you accomplish. Lamarick said this not too long ago in a group chat. He said something along the lines of, your legacy isn't what you accomplish. It's what you're able to leave behind. Whether that's for your family, whether that's what you were able to do for your friends. I say this every solo episode, guys. Have genuine interactions with people and let people know how much you mean to them. Because you never know what your actions can do for someone else. So let's look at it if this is Red Dead Redemption 1 or 2. The honor system, you do bad shit, you get bad honor. You do good shit, you get good honor. And then your ending in Red Dead, I know, Red Dead 2 is different based on how you, uh, if you're honorable or not. (sighs) Try to have honest, good interactions with people. Because it really can make a world of difference. He touched these five people's lives and I don't think... He, I mean, his mom, obviously, he had an idea. And he knew that he helped the other people. But I don't think he expected that. And the fact that it was com- committed to video and will be there forever for not just his memories and for his mind to go back and see. It just shows that your legacy... You just don't know what you're leaving behind. And just try your best to leave behind what you are. And and Dwayne Wade's not dying. Knock on wood. He has years to come. He could still do tons of great things for other people in this lifetime. He could still... He's a father. He's a husband. He still has a lot of life to live. He's obviously older than LeBron by a few years because he went to... He went to Marquette in college and everything. (sighs) He went to high... I mean, he went to Marquette and had four years at... He graduated from Marquette. He was in college for four years. LeBron went straight to NBA. So he's older than him, but... Things like LeBron's I Promise School. And then things like this. It's important... It's important to do as much good in this world as you can. Even if you don't feel like it's good and you're not making an impact, you're making an impact somewhere on somebody's life. Never forget that. It's the most important thing. (sighs) One of the most important things you can do in this life. So thank you, Budweiser. Thank you, Dwayne Wade, for making me cry on my pod again. Fuck. But I I genuinely believe that. Go watch that ad, man. That's the first recommendation. And thanks to Matt for making me ugly cry before I was even fully awake. (sighs) But I needed to see that. Let's take a break. It's like sound advice or whatever. It's like comics, conventions, and cosplay, or whatever. It's like ladies' night, or whatever. It's like wrestling, or whatever. It's like parenting, or whatever. It's like anime, or whatever. It's like 
spiritual warfare or whatever it's like great friends awesome people coming around doing what we do best or whatever you should watch listen and follow or whatever it's like a podcast or whatever final topic now after the joy of Kofi and the unemotion and the uh, uh, unexpected emotional uh, ride that I took you on about Dwayne Wade in that commercial. This is a story that happened to me not too long ago and actually happened to me again. Uh, was it this week or last week? It was last week. So near my job, I have a place where I go to get away. And what I've taken to doing and I'll park my car at this place as free parking. And then I will kind of go off to this one corner of this building, of this structure, and kind of hang out, watch YouTube videos, whatever, for about 45 minutes. Well, I wrote about this on Hyphen Universe, about how someone invaded my, my spot back in the cut. And so I'd stop using it, but I did return recently just to kind of see if I'd run into this person again. And lo and behold, I did. But anyway, man, this, this dude comes out. He is a... Uh, um, perfectly nice guy, friendly, hey, how you doing, you know, um, you know, not, nothing out of the ordinary, where do you work, I didn't tell him the truth, because, I mean, I don't want him working, it's my actual job, so I told him I worked at, as a waiter at a local restaurant in Westover, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, I was, like, oh, you know, just making small talk, because, I, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't want him walking in and be like, hey, man, that's, I saw you, I saw you hanging out, uh, at the, uh, at the place, remember, you know, and, yeah, I mean, I don't want my coworkers to know where I go off to on lunch, I get, do it to get away from them, no offense, coworkers, but yeah, so one day he walks in to the little spot that I, I got near my job, and, you know, so I'm like, oh, I can't watch YouTube videos with him standing here, that's just kind of rude, I mean, I could, but then it's like this guy, so I thought he's coming back there to have a cigarette. My man pulls out a blunt. Now, I'm as pro-marijuana as they come. But I know the establishment he works at because he, um, I've seen him at it. And my man just pulls out a blunt casually and lights it up. And You want some? Nah, <laughs> nah, man, I, I can't. I can't work like that. Um... He's like, okay, and then, uh, yeah, he just proceeds to take this blunt down while he's on lunch, and he's in food service, and I'm not judging anybody, man. Do what you gotta do. If you can work that way, perfectly fine. As long as your hands are clean when you're handling my food, I don't care if you're high. Just don't be leaving sharp objects in my sandwich and shit. Uh, and no, he doesn't work for Subway. And just what popped in mind. But I mean, it, it just kind of, it threw me off, man. Because dude was just like, uh, you know, like, uh, like uh, you think he's coming back for a smoke? Nah, man, it's, it's time. It's weed time. It's 420. At like, I don't know, one in the afternoon, two in the afternoon. I, I've run into him multiple times. Last week was like the third time. And he, he pulled out this long ass, freshly rolled blunt, man. And he, <laughs> I, just, I was just like... Wow. You know, I was jealous. I don't know. I, I can't do it. I cannot work 
that way. Like if you know, if I were to partake, um, I'd want to do it where in a situation where I could at least relax a little bit, you know, and not have to worry about doing my job correctly. To each his own, man. Cause I mean, I mean, there's good friends that I've known over the years who I know just love to blaze down before work, after work, during work, apparently, and I, I don't know, like, maybe as a 36-year-old dude who doesn't do that, um, it, it threw me off to, uh, see somebody, I, I guess we're comparable in age, just do it like it was no thing, and you know, it, weed has a different effect on everybody, man, so, some people are you're just too stupid to function. Other people, it it mellow, it relaxes them, but they're still just as sharp as they were um, when they're sober. So I'm not judging them. I just didn't expect to, you know, be be suddenly have a a, um, a visitor who's puffing a lot on lunch. You know, so it, it threw me off a little bit. I can't lie. But kudos to him, man. <laughs> kudos to him. Ah, <sighs> so was there, was there anything else I want to sneak in here? Is there? Any, let me check my topics here. I wonder if you know what it means. Uh, let me just knock this out real quick. There is an eighth grader. Um. He, he he attends a school called uh, Meeker, I believe, in Washington State. Um, he tweeted Shea Serrano of The Ringer and uh, what's his basketball book called? He has the Rap List book. He did that. Um, break Room 5 Minutes book about the, or uh, more like a series of essays about the office. And then he has the book of basketball is Bill Simmons. His book is, uh, he has a good basketball book. I'm not looking it up. He also podcasts for Ringer, does a lot of writing for the Ringer. And Shay's just all around good dude, man. Um, look him up and see some of the things that he's done. He's raised a lot of money for a good, a bunch of good causes. So Cameron Bailey shot his shot at Shay essentially. And on Twitter, it was like, Hey man, our, uh, there's not enough money for our Meeker Hoops 8th grade basketball team to travel to the Washington State uh, Middle School Championships that we just made. And Shay saw that, and they had started a GoFundMe page, and within an hour of Shay tweeting it out and kind of getting his army of <sighs> helping hands to help out this, this uh, basketball team, Cameron Bailey and the Meeker Hoops 8th grade basketball team went to the state championship. I don't know whether or not they won. I don't even know how that worked out for them as a whole. But as far as uh, that goes, they did get to go thanks to Shea Serrano and all the generous donations that were made to the Meeker Hoops 8th grade Washington Middle School. The Meeker Hoops 8th grade basketball team in Washington State. So, um, if you want to find out more about that, I don't know if any sites covered it. It just happened on Twitter one night when I was just on there. And I just kind of saw it happen before my eyes. And I thought it was real cool that Shay and um, all those and then everybody who generously donated helped out that team in Washington State so they could go to the state championships. So, there. I knocked that out, too. Happy note. Weird note with the weed. 
emotional note and then joyous note with Kofi. Oh, all right, man. So, Hyphen Nation is brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group, hyphenpodcastgroup.com, bringing great podcasts to the people. My personal website is hyphenuniverse.com. Every single episode of Hyphen Nation is on there along with some of my writing. Uh, you can find me at uh, B hyphen on Twitter. You can email me, B hyphen at gmail.com. That's B H Y P H E N at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, hyphen universe. Hyphen podcast group is on Facebook. Hyphen pod group is the Twitter. And then a hyphen podcast group at, at gmail.com. The B hyphen on Instagram and hyphen podcast group on Instagram. You can reach out on any of those formats to get a hold of me. So please do if you have any input into the show. I love hearing from you guys. Um, what else? What else? Hyphen um, hyphenation can be found on any podcast platform. Uh, you just search hyphenation, and you'll find it. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, like I mentioned earlier, Stitcher. Um, I think um, we're on the TuneIn app still. It's on my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/slash/be-hyphen. Anywhere podcasts are sold, you should be able to find hyphenation. Uh, if you go to hyphenpodcastgroup.com, go to the shows page, go to the hyphenation RSS feed. If you want to copy that link, uh, you can put it into your favorite podcast listening device. Turn that some bitch sideways, and you can get all ninety-one episodes of Fire, just like that. Uh, what else? What else? Um, I've already said. Uh, have genuine interactions with people already said to reach out to your loved ones if i didn't call your mom hug your dad slug your sister uh dap up your brother email your friend leave a facebook post on uh your cousin's wall just something make sure you people know that you're thinking of them and that they mean something to you it can go a long way it really can uh words of wisdom for today Having willpower sucks. <laughs> um, it's hard to have willpower, especially when it comes to vices. I suggest if you need help breaking a habit or getting out of an unhealthy habit, that you reach out to your friends and family because they are willing to help you. Um, and if you're not, there are people out there who are willing to listen to you. So don't be afraid to share your problems with addiction or vices or anything like that with people um it always is good to have a shoulder to lean on so keep that in mind if you're struggling with with anything whether that's uh nicotine whether that's uh drinking drugs food addiction trying to lose weight trying to be healthier uh you know if you're just trying to do better in your life don't be afraid to reach out to somebody that's my words of wisdom for today Apologies to Markel Fultz. Your your game is still trash. I don't know what you're doing right now, and I don't care. Um, a couple quick recommendations: the Combat Jack Show, Philadelphia Freeway episode. Uh, it's Freeway was the guest. He had just been diagnosed with his um, finding out he needed to get a new kidney. It's a real good listen though for anybody who's an old school Rockefeller um, fan like I am. So make sure you check that out. And Combat Jack is always excellent. God bless the dead. Uh, another recommendation is the um, A Waste of Time with a Surreal podcast. I listened to the Rockefeller Reunion special. However, they called that A Night of Rockefeller. It had all kinds of people, including Jim Jones, who I didn't expect. 
Um, it had uh, Biggs, Just Blaze, Guru, Freeway, The Young Guns. Um, uh, Hip Hop was there. Uh, just a lot of people were involved with the Rockefeller process. I got to share some stories and spend some time together for the first time in a long time, and that was a lot really cool. And then the last recommendation is this show that comes on the Cartoon Network that Aaliyah was watching for a hot second, and I got into it, and now she won't watch it anymore. It's called We Bear Bears. You may have heard it. Um, heard uh, Miles Amadeus Prower mention it on his show previously. I checked it out. I think it's awesome. Uh, so if you're looking for so something... If you're in um, animation and something that's kind of like the classic uh, cartoons you grew up with that has a sense of humor, but it's not it's not too deep and it's not too I don't know maybe you don't want to listen to Family Guy jokes or Simpsons jokes or something like that, then uh, I suggest We Bear Bears. It's it's really funny. I really enjoy it. And uh, once I get through Steven Universe, because Lord knows who that when that'll be. I think I'm up to season four now. I'm probably gonna sit down and watch all the We Bear Bears because it's it's just a nice little stress way to uh release some stress and have a have a good chuckle or 14 so that's my recommendations so man <laughs> we here now it's time to say goodbye to all our company a year ago i was releasing the disney episode and now this is 91. 92's in the can. Me and Marcus recorded it last night. The first annual Hot Ass Takes episode. It's three hours long and I'm not cutting it. You know I won't. So it's long. We do have some hot ass takes. We have some bad takes for my part. But we had a lot of fun. So I'm looking to get that out to you by Friday. You should be hearing this episode on Thursday. So 91 is in the books. That's what you're listening to now. 92 will shortly follow. The road to 100 continues, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Thank you to everybody. Takes a long time. Takes a slum. Takes the time to listen to me. I greatly appreciate every one of y'all. Without further ado, I guess the only thing left to say. Thanks, y'all. Oh, sorry. I actually normally drop that in there. <laughs> I'm stupid. Later. I know I just said goodbye, but there's a couple things I just wanted to note that I, I wanted to come back to real quick. Check to see if the Miami Heat are making a playoffs, and that is a big no. They are currently in ninth or 10th, and they are um, in the Eastern Conference. They are actually officially eliminated from playoff contention, so Dwayne Wade's last game is coming up very soon. Uh, I, I'm not sure when that'll be. There's only <laughs> three days until the playoffs. So, 
there's that. So Dwayne Wade's career will wrap up here soon with the regular season. So Casey and y'all were hoping he had a playoff run. He was close, but not quite. Miami did not make the playoffs. Checked on that Meeker Middle School uh, basketball team that Shea Serrano helped raise money for. Uh, it was actually their coach that reached out to Shea Serrano to get the funding for the trip. As far as I can tell, uh, they did not win the Washington State Middle School Basketball Championship. So, sad into the story, but great, uh, great, great thing that they were able to go thanks to the crowdfunding that was done by Shea Serrano and, and company. So, and I shared that on Twitter and everything like that. Uh... Shay Serrano's awesome, man. I keep forgetting to ask Marcus about meeting Shay Serrano. Uh, Marcus, if you're listening to this, when we get together to do the pre-end game podcast, um, we got to uh, talk about that. I got to throw that in there, bro. So I'm on my way home. This will be out tonight, barring me falling asleep at some point because I was up late recording with Marcus, recording episode 92, which you're going to hear on Friday. Uh, But you will have it in your hot hands very soon. So, yeah, I showed that video to to Tyler, who's who's been on the show. He was on the Hamilton episode. He got all teary-eyed, the Dwayne Wade video. Um, He thought it was beautiful. Go have genuine interactions with people. What is a legacy? That's the name of the episode. I did the artwork. And I'm really happy with it. The colors are changed. So for any of y'all that hated that new ge- that Degeneration X green, I hated it very quickly. But I had to ride with it because the rule is I change it every 20 episodes. But now we have a nice new blue cover scheme, which will be with us for the next 20 episodes. That'll take us past episode 100. Yeah, man. So I'm going to go see my daughter, go see my wife, have some dinner, relax. You'll have this soon. <sighs> Enjoy life, man. And maybe I just did this to try to push my runtime to an hour. <laughs> I don't feel bad. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid an exposure.